This is episode 663 of the Prepper Website Podcast, where I connect you with resources that will help you live a more self-reliant life so you can love your people, get prepared, and live free. Today's article, The Miracle of Chamomile and How It Can Improve Your Health. Hey, I'm Todd Sepulveda, the editor of PrepperWebsite.com. This podcast has an audible version with some commentary of articles that have been posted on Prepper Website, a daily curation of preparedness information. These articles are some of the best of the best that have been recently posted on PrepperWebsite.com. All article links and show information can be found on the PrepperWebsitePodcast.com. Hey everyone, and welcome to another episode of the Prepper Website Podcast. I'm so glad that you are here with me on this episode. Hey, I want to give a quick shout out to Saucity1975 for the five-star review that you left on iTunes. Uh, Saucity says, love the content, the format, and Todd's enthusiasm. I believe this podcast can help folks learn to learn or live more self-sufficiently with the tools they have and the right mindset. Keep up the great work. This podcast is my new best friend. Hey, I am glad to have you, Saucity, and welcome to the Prepper Website Podcast. And if you are new out there, we welcome you as well. I do greatly appreciate those reviews, and uh, they just mean a whole lot to me. So thanks so much for that. Hey, let's go ahead and jump into this episode On this one, I want to talk about chamomile. It's something that uh, has come up. It was a recent uh, article on Prepper website, and it's something as we are going into the winter months, something that you might want to be thinking about, Uh, maybe stocking up on some chamomile that you can make tea from, uh, but also getting prepared to possibly grow it because there's a lot of benefits. So my question to you is what happens when your stockpile of meds runs out and you can't get more? Or what if you want some help with some health issues, but you don't want to rely on all the pharmaceuticals out there? You know, natural herbs have been around for thousands of years. And although some people have adverse reactions to different types of natural herbs and, and uh, you know, herbal remedies, for the most part, most of them are safe. Now, one herb or plant that everyone should know, like I've already mentioned, is chamomile. And so we're going to go ahead and read this article from the Homestead Survival site. I think it's uh, something that we need to be thinking about and a little bit of a change from all the doom and gloom and all the craziness that is out there. Maybe if more people drink chamomile, they'll be a little bit more calm and they'd be able to move forward with what needs to be done. So let's go ahead and jump into this article again over at homesteadsurvivalsite.com, The Miracle of Chamomile and How It Can Improve Your Health. Okay, so at the very beginning, of course, like always, there's always a disclaimer here um, that says, you know, I'm not a medical doctor and nothing in this article should be taken as medical advice. Please talk to your doctor before using any of the herbs and or remedies mentioned in this article. Of course, that's the the world that we live in here. We need to protect ourselves. So as uh, a homestead survival site is saying that, I'm also saying that as well. All right, so let's go ahead and jump into this. Most people have tried chamomile tea for its calming properties, but how far do those effects really go? Like other healing plants, chamomile has several health benefits that make it a valuable addition to your garden, medicine cabinet, and pantry. The chamomile flower is in the Asteraceae family of daisies, and I know I said that wrong, and I am sorry out there. All right, so with several varieties, it is important to note that the German chamomile and English chamomile are most used medicinally. Chamomile is named for the Greek word chamomileon, which means ground apple or earth apple. Crushing the chamomile flower emits a light and fruity scent reminiscent of an apple. 
Both flower petals and leaves can be used from the chamomile plant, though the flowers have a lighter, more pleasant flavor. Take caution if you are allergic to any plants in the daisy or ragweed family. As with any herbal remedy, check into any medicinal interactions before you add chamomile to your personal routine. So the different uses for chamomile. The first one is medicinal. Chamomile is most used as a tea, though you can make a tincture or take it encapsulated powder made from the dried flower. You can also add chamomile to skin products. The flower can be used fresh or dried. Like many herbal remedies, chamomile has been used for thousands of years for a variety of purposes. Within the essential oils in the chamomile flower is bisabol, which has an anti-inflammatory, anti-irritant, and antimicrobial properties. So the anti-inflammatory use of it. Chamomile has been proven to have anti-inflammatory and antispasmodic properties for sore muscles and injuries built into the flavonoids and essential oils of the flower. Beyond the scientific proof, people have been utilizing this flower for generations for the healing and soothing properties it offers. It also has properties for anxiety disorders. There are studies on using chamomile as a long-term anxiety reducer. Though more research is needed to confirm the effectiveness of this treatment long-term, some individuals claim that it can be helpful, a helpful tool in managing anxiety and it is a known herbal supplement to aid relaxation. What about colic? Chamomile tea and chamomile tea baths have been shown to be helpful for babies struggling with colic and also aids relaxation before bed. It can also be used for eye irritation and pink eye. So many people have claimed success in treating eye irritation and infection with tea or tea bags like chamomile. Though there have not been studies on the effectiveness of this, the calming and anti-inflammatory properties of the plant are sure to help. What about hemorrhoids? A chamomile is a commonly used ingredient in natural remedies for hemorrhoids, ranging from creams to chamomile sitz baths. The antispasmatic and anti-inflammatory properties within the flower will help calm flare-ups. That, that might be something that people need when uh, the poop really hits the fan. And, uh, well, let me just stop right there. All right, moving on to insomnia. So chamomile aids relaxation and has sedative properties. Having a cup of tea before bed can help for a restful sleep. For enhanced benefit, you can try making a chamomile tincture. What about menstrual cramps? Some women say that regularly drinking chamomile tea prior to and during menstruation helps reduce the pain with uterine cramping. It's believed that it is likely due to the calming effects of chamomile. Though there are some scientific studies with positive results, the general consensus is that more information is needed to label chamomile as an effective treatment for menstrual cramps. All right, so let's talk about respiratory issues, bronchitis, congestion, and the common cold. Drinking chamomile tea, inhaling the steam of boiled water with the flour, or inhaling steam from boiling water and the essential oil of chamomile may reduce the phlegm and irritation accompanied by many of these ailments. Chamomile has antibacterial properties that can speed up the healing of some sicknesses. One of the longest uses of chamomile historically was to treat illnesses and boost the immune system. Now, what about stomach issues? From diarrhea to IBS to Crohn's disease, gas, and general stomach upset, the chamomile flower can be a help. There are studies proving the calming effects of chamomile similar to an antacid medicine.
Additionally, there have been studies on reduced vomiting in cancer patients while on chemotherapy while taking high doses of chamomile and ginger, with several other similar studies proving different calming stomach and digestive aid benefits. This flower, in any form, is worth keeping on hand. Even a simple cup of chamomile tea may help with digestive unease. So those are ways that you can make it as a tea and uh, maybe a tincture, but then there's topical uses as well. So one use is anti-aging. The antioxidants in chamomile tea help reduce the free radical damage to the skin while also aiding in skin regeneration. If you have eczema and skin allergic reactions, well, chamomile essential oil or chamomile poultice may help to ease skin irritation from eczema and allergic reactions. Chamomile essential oil has gone through a steam distillation process that changes the chemical properties of the flower and adds allergenic properties when applied topically or inhaled. Then there's puffy eyes and dark circles. Try refrigerating spent chamomile tea bags to help as a cooling and natural anti-puffing and regenerating under eye mask. And skin irritation and acne. Visible, the essential oil in chamomile flower helps calm and heal acne, rosacea, psoriasis, rashes, and other skin irritation by being anti-inflammatory and calming to skin conditions. There are creams made with chamomile flour, but you can even apply chamomile tea topically or create a flower poultice as a mask. And then there's wound healing. There have been studies that chamomile applied topically aids in wound healing. Anti-inflammatory and antimicrobial properties help the healing process. So what about edible chamomile or is it edible? Because the flower and leaves are edible, there are a variety of ways to enjoy the plant beyond medicinal purposes. The leaves have a bitter taste, but the flowers are light with the slight sweetness that can accompany a variety of flavor profiles. Chamomile's flavor makes it a tasty addition to an herbal butter or infused oil that you can add to a variety of sweet or savory dishes. You can add chamomile to cocktails by making an infused flavor liqueur, simple syrup, or adding honey and lemon. For a burst of color in a meal, you can add the edible flour to baked goods or even a salad. Now, much of the information on super plants makes it feel like they are inaccessible. Meanwhile, chamomile, with a multitude of healing properties and advantages, is readily available in many formats in teas, tinctures, skincare products, and at many local stores across America. Whether you add chamomile tea to your pantry or your garden, your health can be vastly improved. All right, it's a short article, but I think it's a powerful one and one that we really need to consider here because you can grow it in many different areas. Now, I'm going to be very honest. I've tried growing this from seed and I wasn't very uh, successful in it. And part of that was because I got to be honest, I wasn't watching it carefully. I wasn't watering like I should have. Um, it was really early on in my gardening experience and I just didn't do a good job of it. But I do know that this is important. And after reading this and kind of really thinking it through, because chamomile is something that we do use on a regular basis. And uh, we do it, you know, when my, my throat is sore, when I'm dealing with allergies, I try to use some chamomile tea, drop some honey in it. And uh, I, I, you know, I use that on a regular basis. It is very soothing. There was a time there where we were drinking it every evening before we went to bed. 
So I know that, you know, it is a useful, it's useful for at least that, right? To give you a kind of a, a that sedative of, uh, effect and to, to give you a good night's rest. And maybe I do need to, to drink it a little more, a little bit more often, especially right now when things are so crazy. But reading this article has really driven me to want to plant it and to, to really have it in my garden this next uh, spring uh, that comes around. So I did look up a couple of articles and I, I stumbled on this one by uh, over at gardeningknowhow.com about chamomile. And I just wanted to just uh, touch base really quickly on some things here that uh, that you might want to consider if you are want it or if you want to grow it in your garden. So you can grow chamomile in hardiness zones three to nine. So you want to plant chamomile in the spring in either seed form or plant form. And so uh, I guess, again, like I said, I, I'm probably going to uh, try to source some plants and plant that into my garden. Um, but one of the things is that you can divide, I mean, it does grow really quickly. And so whether you do it from seeds or you do it from plants, it will, it will grow, it will catch on. And so uh, it's something that you need to consider. It's not, I guess it's not as bad as peppermint. At least it doesn't uh, say here in this article, peppermint, you do not want to plant in your garden because it will take over. Right. But uh, chamomile is something that has a lot of, of, uh, you know, medicinal properties that you can really truly use it. Uh, and it goes a long, long way. And so, again, like I said, um, I'm probably going to source some plants this for this next spring and uh, and make sure that I, I can put it into the ground and I, I have the perfect spot for it, I believe. Um, if you know a good place to source German chamomile, and that's what you want, right? You want the German chamomile, then uh, please let me know. I think I found some online, but it's always good to have a couple of different sources just in case they don't, uh, they don't uh, pan out. And so reading this article... It doesn't take a lot of care, right? You don't have to baby it. And so it likes, um, it actually, it says that it's pretty, um, it's pretty hardy. And, uh, it, you know, it's, it's pretty, uh, you don't have to, I guess you don't have to, it's drought tolerant is what it, say, it says here. And uh, unless there is a prolong, prolonged drought. And so you don't have to, you know, sit there and, and, I mean, that's probably what I did the first time around. Maybe I, I killed it, uh, the seeds, because I just kept watering it too much. I don't know. I didn't do enough. It was, like I said, it was early on. I didn't do enough research on it and, uh, you know, learned, uh, l learned the hard way there. But anyway, so you, I want to make sure that I have this, and I think you, you might want to uh, have this as well in your garden. Um, one of the things that it also says here is that it's uh, not affected by a lot of pests, and it's also a good companion uh, plant and because of the strong scent might keep a lot of pests away. So there's just a lot of benefits to having chamomile here that you might want to consider adding it into your garden and uh, and who knows. And you know when we're talking about the the medicinal aspects of it, not only for now, like when when things are relatively okay, although the world is crazy and upside down and all that kind of stuff, but uh, relatively, you know, decent. You can still go to the store and, and get what you need. You can still get medicine and all that kind of stuff. But a lot of the times, you know, there was a question recently asked about, you know, what can you have, you know, when the poop really hits the fan and you need have something that you need to offer out there. Because people aren't very familiar or expert gardeners, there's a lot of things where the, the herbal remedies come into play 
that would be very helpful out there. And so if you have, I just want you to imagine here, like in your neighborhood or with your neighbors, if you needed, if they had somebody had a cold or somebody wasn't sleeping or somebody needed the, the medicinal aspect, maybe they have IBS, right? And, and all the, the, the new crazy eating habits were kind of uh, messing up their system or maybe anxiety or whatever because of the, you know, the, the whole poop hit the fan, you know, scene. Having chamomile and being able to provide that or barter that out to, to people would be a great benefit. And so I know that I've talked about that with comfrey. Um, comfrey would be a, an, another plant that would be very helpful to have, and not only for the medicinal properties, but for the fertilizing aspect of, of it as well. And then you turn around and you have something like chamomile that has all these different properties and all these different medicinal values to it. This might be one of those plants that you want to make sure that you have so that you can share it out. And then you can always dry it out and you have it out there and available for people. I mean, how awesome would that be when people run out of their their meds and they're able to have this? Of course, herbal remedies do not work exactly like pharmaceuticals out there. It takes a little bit of getting used to. You need to kind of get it into your system. But when you don't have anything and these things help, especially like needing it for uh, colds and, and the flu and, and, and different things like that, I mean, how valuable would that be? And so I think when we're thinking about those types of things, people are always like, what can I barter? What can I, what can I have? What can I stockpile? That stuff eventually runs out. But if you have a garden and you have things can, that can be reseeded or can, you, know, you can winter over, I mean, think about how valuable that would be. So I think chamomile, having that German chamomile in your garden is a very valuable plant to have. Again, if anybody is growing this, because I'm, I'm looking forward to doing this in the spring and getting ready to kick it off in March. If you're doing this already, if you're growing German chamomile, let me know. And if you're buying it from a source online, let me know as well. I'm going to try to source it here locally, but you know, I don't always find what I need locally. So I'm going to be looking online as well. It, you know, Hopefully by then I'm still able to do that and I want to get this into my garden. So let me know if you grow German chamomile and if you have any tips, please share those out with me. I would greatly appreciate it. You can come over to the Prepper website podcast.com slash episode or EP663 and drop a comment in there for me. That would be greatly appreciated. Well, guys, like always, I'm going to link to this article in the show notes over at Homestead Survival Site. Go check that out. I'm also going to link to the article that talks about growing the, the German chamomile or chamomile. Uh, and uh, I'm going to link to that in the show notes as well. If you want to go check that out and uh, research that a little bit more, um, there's always like YouTube videos and, and all that kind of stuff that are very, very helpful when you are doing your, your research and you're trying to grow something new. I would recommend it so you don't do the things that I did and completely mess up and, uh, and do it wrong. Right. So you, you want to make sure that you have successful plants growing up. All right, guys. Well, that's it for episode 663. Hey, don't forget to subscribe to the show. Make sure you click the subscribe button in your favorite podcast app. And that way you never miss another episode of Sweet Prepper Goodness. And don't forget, if you're looking for more preparedness and self-reliant information, 
head on over to PrepperWebsite.com where we link to 8 to 12 articles every day of the very best self-reliant articles out there. We also have pages dedicated to alternative news, firearms, DIY, Bible prophecy, frugal living, and homesteading. And lastly, don't forget to join the email list if you haven't. When you do, I'm going to send you a free PDF on 25 handpicked preparedness articles that you should read. Guys, some of these are not even on the internet any longer, but I have the links to them so you can you can have the uh, the access here. And so with that, choose to live a more self-reliant life. Choose not to be so dependent on the government grid or the grind. Until next week, stay prepped and aware. Peace.